0: Good Sunday morning. I'm Jaden Jefferson, and welcome to this week's Community Focus. I'm joined by State Representative Joshua Williams, who represents House District 41 here in Ohio. Thanks for joining me. Thank you for having me on. So obviously, we're coming off of what was a big week here in the state of Ohio, because we now have learned that House Bill 68, it was vetoed by Ohio Governor Mike DeWine. The Ohio House already overrode that veto, and now the Ohio Senate has as well. So what is your reaction
1: to that news? Uh, we were hoping that the Senate would follow suit and override the governor's veto and uh, respect the the votes of both the House and the Senate, and we were able to accomplish that today. So uh, I celebrate that young kids will be able to be protected. Young girls will be able to know that they will be able to participate in sports without biological males taking advantage of uh, situations and opportunities that were designed for them. And this bill, just so people can get a refresher
0: here, this was a bill that bans transgender girls from participating in school sports And then, of course, it also bans gender-affirming care for minors. And so why did you support the bill?
1: There's a a lot of reasons why I supported the bill. One, when we're talking about, you know, gender transitioning of minors, I think um, overwhelmingly Ohioans support the idea that children under the age of 18 should not be making these life-altering decisions. Um, They should not be prescribed transitioning drugs, which are essentially sterilizing them and making them infertile blocking their transition into natural puberty and and under this belief that it's reversible when we know scientifically it's not. So the idea is that we don't want kids making these early decisions while their brains are underdeveloped, that they can make those decisions once they turn 18. Um, They shouldn't be having surgeries that cut off their breasts and genitalia in the state of Ohio. We've said that for decades. A similar law was passed in 2019 in regards to female genital um, uh, mutilation. Um, so that was a no-brainer for me that we need to protect children. And it's kind of a standard practice here in the state of Ohio to say that kids under the age of 18 shouldn't be making adult decisions.
0: And that was something the governor agreed with in his veto announcement. But one thing he didn't agree with in the bill was that ban on gender affirming care. And so kind of talk about the governor's decision here, because he had mentioned that for him, it was about the conversations that he had with families, with a lot of families and youth that said that this saved their lives. And so what kind of is your perspective? Because obviously you don't see eye to
1: eye with the governor. On this. I don't see eye to eye with the governor. One, the governor said he agreed that we should be banning surgeries uh, under the age of 18. But then he went on to say that surgeries weren't being performed here in the state of Ohio. But there was a caveat that he left. He said it in, in our hospitals. But we've shown time and time again that there are private institutions, private clinics that are doing double mastectomies on girls as young as 16 years old in the state of Ohio. We've proven that. We've proven that uh, doctors are prescribing gender transitioning drugs to children as young as nine years old. We've We've proven that. this is this is um, not debated anymore. We, we've established that here in the state of Ohio. So when it comes to those gender transitioning drugs, and uh, the governor may not have uh, done a lot of research in regards to what those drugs actually are and uh, believe some doctors that push the idea that this uh, these type of drugs are hundred percent reversible. We know that that's not true. That if a young boy does not go through natural puberty uh, to become a young man, he will never go through puberty and become a young man. Um, so the idea is that they shouldn't be taking these drugs before the age of eighteen. If you want to make a transition once you become an adult, that that's your that's your right, that's your prerogative. But as a child, we should be uh, we should be directing kids towards mental health treatment and counseling uh, as they go through um, these difficult decisions, moving moving towards adulthood.
0: And obviously there are already people, kids in the state of Ohio that have had gender affirming care. And so what would be your message to those youth and their families?
1: Um, That if you're grandfathered in under this rule, so if you're already engaged in a gender transitioning drugs and treatment, then you are allowed to continue. Um, We're not going to stop what has already started. The damage has been done. Uh, you will have lifelong consequences and, and that will be uh, for you to deal with later on in life when you become an adult and you deal with those situations. I, I wish them the best um, while they undergo these difficult situations and, and, and no matter uh, do I, I disregard or, or lack empathy for these individuals. We just want to make sure that we keep consistency in the state of Ohio which says that children should not be making adult decisions. We say it time and time again, everything from smoking to curfews, towards what age you can drive. We, we regulate the, the activities of children on a daily basis as a state, and uh, we'll continue to do so, uh, believing w- to push forward legislation uh, towards what we believe is in the best interest of the child.
0: Like many issues nowadays, this has become something that's become political. And obviously there is that frank divide there because there's obviously this was a vote recently with the Senate that was along party lines. And so what would be your message to Ohioans that are just polarized by the politics? Because it definitely has become something that's political when this involves real people.
1: It's kind of baffling that it's become political in 2019 when when we banned um, female genital mutilation. um, That was a bipartisan issue. Um, that we said you shouldn't cut off the genitalia of young girls for cultural purposes or even with the consent of the minor or the parent we we said that back in 2019 and now we're just five years down the road and now there's this idea that there's no age limit to when a child can transition there's no age limit to when you can give them these puberty blockers and these these uh chemically uh, castrating drugs uh, or even prescribed surgery um I don't I don't understand why it became a polarizing issue. But here in the state of Ohio, I don't believe it's a polarizing issue. When we look at the polls, overwhelmingly, 60 to 70 percent of Ohioans believe you shouldn't be transitioning kids under the age of 18 and 60 to 70 percent of Ohioans believe that males should not be participating in young girls and young women's sports. This is overwhelmingly um, decided by the voters in these polls. If, If there's any contention by the other side, put it up to a constitutional vote. We did it with abortion. We did it with marijuana. If you want to put this up to a constitutional vote, I guarantee the, the voters will come out and overwhelmingly tell you they don't want kids um, going through these surgeries and, and these uh, transitioning drugs.
0: What do you think is next with regard to this issue as a whole? Do you think that more legislation will be coming down the pipe?
1: I think what's going to happen is there's going to be litigation. Uh, there's going to be lawsuits filed. That's always the track. Uh, when when uh, the left doesn't get what they want here in the state of Ohio, they file lawsuits, they try to get an injunction to allow more kids to get placed on these drugs. And that was one of my concerns to the sponsor by adding in this grandfather clause, was that we don't know how many kids were able to get on gender-transitioning drugs since the House and Senate passed it originally and the governor vetoed it. That grandfather clause that was added in the House is kind of a poison pill, because now if there's an injunction in court if kids sign up, and and we've seen reports from parents that doctors are telling parents that if your six and seven and eight year old is considering, uh, or or doubting their gender, get them on these drugs now because by law they will be protected if they want to pursue those drugs in the future. So I think there's going to be a long, uh, drawn out legal battle about whether or not um, this is constitutional or not. But I believe we have the right to regulate this issue when it comes to minors.
0: We just talked about how this has become a political issue, but you just mentioned that the left will be addressing these through lawsuits. Do you think that that is contributing to why it's political?
1: Yeah, I think there's one particular uh, I don't even think it's a party. I think it's a section of a party um, that is very vocal within that political party that is pushing this agenda nationwide. And uh, I think that's pretty apparent. I've talked to some of my Democrat colleagues in the House. We've had conversations about these issues. They may not agree with it philosophically, but they don't uh, oppose it enough to do it vocally. And they they vote according to their party, uh, their party affiliation.
0: There's definitely a lot of debate still, even after the Ohio Senate's overriding of that veto that the governor had made. So State Representative Joshua Williams, thanks for joining me.
1: Thank you very much, Jay.
0: Thank you. And that's this week's Community Focus. I'm Jayden Jefferson, and have a great week.